0: I'm curious about the presence or absence of wall text and artist statements as a trend, Stephanie, mm-hmm. curatorially now in many of the gallery exhibitions I've seen in Manila, mm-hmm. compared to institutional like museum exhibitions where they still offer a lot of wall text. and. Um, that's my question um, to both of you. Do wall texts appear only in institutional exhibitions? Does it help educate viewers in gallery exhibitions? Because Anthony, that's how I met you, was the gallery exhibition of hotomoto So um, I, I want to read um, texts, wall texts and labels because it gives me additional information after I've seen the work. But how do you both, each one of you, use it or not? And what would be the reasons why or why not?
1: Um, would you like to begin, Tony?
2: Please first.
1: Okay. Um, I think that wall text is very important. And in my curatorial the sotheby's institute in new york it's actually practically a science where you have to distribute the wall tech in a way that won't converge you have to be able to control the flow of traffic um yeah um in galleries in the philippines some have wall text some don't have wall text it's extremely varied during the pandemic especially there was born a new method of the QR code because nobody wanted to touch anything. And, you know, uh, galleries like Silverlands, you can read the, you can read the catalog and the exhibition text. If you click, you know, you just put your camera on video uh, on photo mode and uh, yeah, photo mode. Hey, it's related to photography. Uh, I mean, yeah, you put your camera on photo mode and then you aim it at the QR code and then you get, to read more about it. Um, that is relatively recent. It came out during the pandemic. But I just realized, Tony, it's related to photography because <laughs> you have to put your, fo- your phone on camera mode <laughs> to hmm. be able to read the, those QR codes.
2: Oh, kaya yun eh, parang intersectional talaga yung. I see, go ahead. You person, then.
1: Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Um, I just came from interviewing an artist for example uh, in um Sikihor, and i wrote her exhibition text and that's going to be printed in the gallery wall at um in in the gallery in Dumaguete, which is called mogna gallery fotomoto had exhibition texts every uh, especially the special exhibitions each one had we we just printed it out and and put it on pedestals so, yeah, I'm one of those who think that is, is extremely important in, in whatever mode.
2: Yung, Tony? Yung for me, naman, I, I recently wrote something about it. One quarter of the photography community believes that if you need to explain or put writings on a photograph, then that means that your photo your image is not strong enough to convey what it wants to convey so there's one part of the community of, of of photography practice in the philippines that believes you shouldn't put text and if in case you put text it should just be very just you know, the artwork
0: like, so yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
2: actually even even data uh, even the title some Some photographers believe that you shouldn't put titles. There are communities, online communities, and my online exhibits. There are groups who would want their members to just submit a photo and there's no text, even the title. They wouldn't ask the title because for them, putting a title influences your reading of an image. The photographs, they they believe, should be demonstrative in itself whatever you want to say it should be there in the photograph okay so that's that's one side of the the philippine context but another side of the philippine photography practice is that mostly in in documentary and in fine arts for documentary practice a caption is required because a photograph is supplementary to a news so one of the great traditions of Philippine photography is the doc- the photo documentary practice. And for that tradition or for that thread of the practice, you don't need to explain a photograph, but you have to label it properly. Uh, kadalasan ito mga practitioners nito, they, they quote John Berger kasi uh, for John Berger, he was saying that um, the, the photograph in the text has a certain relationship that is they support each other. So so for most uh, of the training for photographers in the Philippines, they are taught to use captions. And then the captions also should be contextualized. For a newspaper, a caption could also just be a title, but it could also be a little bit explore, uh, exploratory or uh, descriptive. Pero for sabiaten, photo books that is documentary, usually it's just the title and the author so walang explanation on what it is okay now we go to fine art naman in the fine art uh, uh practice in the philippines since your one of one of your goals is for people to appreciate the work and especially right now in in the, in the contemporary context of 20 2007 onwards 2000 onwards the 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 text is and ano, a supportive articulation of the works. So and and in a way sa sa practice ng ano sa practice ng photomoto or for example Silverness, which I was part of before, we had to create monographs. And in the monographs, inclusive don is the exhibition text, the explanation of the the exhibit, but also an artist statement para yung perspective ng no no artist hindi hindi parang untouched you have the curatorial text which is the point of view of the exhibition the exhi- the 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 organizers of the exhibition but you also have the artist statements wherein you let the artist speak about his or her work so the question of how do I view text that supports an image usually our, our answer is depending on the context, if it's a gallery, which uh, specifically, Angela, you were asking, I think it is required because the gallery system has, it has the privilege or responsibility of articulating a work of art. So number one, because you need to historicize it. In the practice of photography in 2023, if you have an exhibit, the, the exhibition text historicizes the perspectives, the point of view, the tendencies, the motivations, all of these things cannot, I mean, cannot be fully explained in a photograph. Pero maliban pa is really to articulate that this, there's a certain framing to make it understandable and accessible for a viewer. Like for example, if you, if you do conceptual art, parang there's a thousand million ways of reading it, pero at least you will provide an access to it na hindi naman totally out of nowhere humugot ka lang from the, from the ether na ito yung ibig niyan parang organizers of an exhibit and the artist at least ah, those two perspectives should be articulated their, their perspective should be articulated I think see AJ din for a critic for example art critics and even galleries are moving away to a value judgment of the work what they're trying to do is provide an access to to an artwork so usually it's 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 really based on on context so i think for the practice of 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 the galleries you have to provide an access to the photographs aside from the visual uh, dimensions you have the textual dimension yung iba nga parang ano? Meron pang artist talk diba para at least para mas mahimay pa siya so sa good ko no? Kasi yun, yun yung yun yung problema ko as a teacher. I have to explain lang then in the say, in the sense that there are different framings to photography lalo na we're living in a postmodernist world na in a way parang it 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 puts a burden on a teacher or an educator or a curator that you have to parang there's a burden of explaining. Kaya ang challenge yeah. niya is Parang how do you navigate of explaining but not necessarily becoming pedantic or parang you become uh, uh para dictatorial ka na on what you're saying. parang
1: Yeah I actually that that's very very interesting just last month I was having a chat with um uh Jerry Tan who you know he's the Philippine representative of the Venice Biennale we were together in the drawing room and we were looking at these abstract paintings and I asked him, Jerry, what do you think about these paintings? And he said, I'd rather not say anything because if I verbalize it, it will reduce my experience of seeing it. I said, oh, and then he said, and I actually don't write about my abstract paintings. I said, you don't make an artist statement on your abstract paintings? He goes, no, because if I verbalize it, it's going to heavily reduce not everything can be verbalized. He was trying to tell me, and Jerry himself is a curator. It made me think a lot, (laughs) but it's related to what you were saying, Tony. You know, uh, yeah, maybe some things can, should be written, but in Jerry's point of view, looking at this abstract painting by talking about it, it really reduces um, his thoughts and experience and seeing these forms and colors. (laughs) <laughs> Angela.
0: Oh, you're muted. Okay. Well, Yeah, um, that, that's so interesting, Stephanie, because um, it's, it's bringing to my head uh, how I would be reacting or trying to um, pr- support the work that I put out there, okay, in a show, because I am an exhibiting artist, for example. At the same time, I'm an avid art lover and I love to visit exhibitions. And if I can't visit physically an exhibition, even looking at it online, I will look for the monographs. I will look for the website. I will look for the statements. I will look for interviews. That's how I absorb as much as I can because I couldn't make it physically. When you tell me about this abstract artist, also being a curator and not willing to make statements, I can totally understand it, but he's only one kind of genre of art. Um, There could be other artists, maybe like myself, that I actually do plan and use the titles, the captions as part of my overall exhibition or body of work, because I believe that text will add to my visuals. Not so much that saying, like what Anthony says, like, you don't get it because you're supposed to look at it and and enjoy it. No, I believe that text and captions and titles and statements can really strengthen what I'm trying to do. So if, if I may, Posit or or uh, 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 offered to you both that artist's intentions could always be paramount because then it can lead you to whether or not the exhibition will require a curatorial statement, artist statement, and and mon- and monograph, whatever. But that conversations with the artist's intention about their body of work is so crucial. And and Stephanie, if I may. I've followed your curatorial practice and your work and your writings are so good and so strong and I feel so disappointed when I don't get to read it at the exhibition. I have to dig for it by going into the website of the gallery. You're making it harder for me to appreciate your hard work. Your fine work in writing, in your curatorial vision, in your selection of the artist, in your presentation. Why would the gallery make it hard for a viewer or art fan? I was getting very cynical. I was simply saying, oh yeah, that's because the gallery already knows that it's pre-sold the entire exhibition to their collector base and their collector base, you know, can be told with a phone call what it's all about or blah, blah, blah. So that's me.
1: I don't think that's, that's more sinister than what it really is. So 99.9% of galleries have exhibition texts. It's just in different formats.
0: Okay. I, I'll, I'm coming to Manila again for my next round of gallery visits and for art fair, and I'll be looking for them. Yeah. But Meanwhile, going back to Anthony, you know, your responsibility as an educator, and you're also your expert expertise, okay, I mean, you're you're making us passionate about photography again with this uh, podcast, is how to appreciate, you know, photography in the Philippines, contemporary photography in the Philippines now, which is great because you're opening up the discourse. When you just simply say that an image should stand on its own, again, I, I challenge you and say certain types of genres, the photojournalism or the street Uh, street photography could use a caption because of maybe context, time, place. The fine art photography, which may go into more personal visions or or whatever, may not need it, may not even need a title. But I would still like both of you to help guide us, viewers, through the um, appreciation of the art that both of you you know, present and work so hard to present out there. That's all I'm saying. That's yeah, part of the hmm? go
2: ahead,
0: go
1: ahead. Yeah. reason why photo mode was
0: a zillions of talks,
1: because it, we, at least we find it important, the public, um, public programming and discourse, which we feel
0: is really lacking a talk. Yeah. It, it made it very strong, very strong show.
2: major ironic nang katinga kasi, for example, since since, ano, since Stephanie mentioned Photomoto, the one of the strongest or loudest voices about not wanting his images explained is Ben. So Ben Molina. So Ben Molina is one of the one of the no, one of the exhibitors or featured artists in Fotomoto and i was having a conversation with him i was saying that actually when you did your your know your talk you didn't say anything sabi said, napansin mo rin kasi sabi ko kasi parang, um, there, i i i wrote about it in the foolishness of trying to explain a photograph but i was writing it in the perspective of ben so i don't necessarily ascribe kasi i, I think the i i, I don't want naman na yung idea na i believe that you should or you shouldn't write anything. So as a as a as somewhere in the middle as an in a way parang most of the time I try to put myself as an outsider. I treat myself as an outsider. That, kaya photography cheese in a way hindi mo na you're pro this your anti this okay, I'm I'm intentionally trying to uh parang put myself parang as an uh, in that perspective of an outsider that for example, if someone like Ben Molina would say that Ano yan. Parang they were even, parang joking about it si, si Derek Soriano is also a photojournalist na parang he was saying na parang but kailangan explain pa, ano ba para ba yan sa ginabi ng uwi, kailang magpaliwanag sa asawa. As in they were putting it na parang na sarcastic and derisive na nakakatawa na hurtful for people who try to explain their work. So, pero in a way, parang sige, if this is the case that there is a certain part of the community that thinks that Photographs shouldn't be explained. Then I'll give them the floor. So that's why I wrote about them. tapos siguro that's you mentioned also Angela, the street photographers? Actually, one of the one of the groups, I mean two groups specifically. They're they're composed of a lot of street photographers. They're actually the group that is saying no, don't put any caption. And it, and it's interesting because for them, as mentioned by Steph, similar yung thinking nila kay Jerry na once I. Say something about it, whether it be even kata title langa, ah, or putting parang sabi natin binondo. So yung binondo parang that's that's neutral, that's a, that's a neutral word or a neutral statement in the sense that you're not saying anything. You're just saying about you're saying that this is a, the place where it, it was taken. For some street photographers, even that you shouldn't put because for them, the the form is the content. It's the experience itself. The word is extraneous. It's something that is, uh, yeah. So, so the image should be demonstrative of what they wanted to say, and the demonstration is not necessarily an explication of an idea, but but uh, an experience of a visual. Phenomena. Parang ganon, parang ganon siguro yung thinking nila. na Parang even, for example, kasi that's, that's all, I'm part of that. Parang misang kati katiokat, kate oh, can I even say lang yung ano, yung, yung title lang? No, no, sir. Kasi, in, in that they chose to, they, because that's how they choose to, for their images to be consumed. And siguro, siguro, parang to, 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 to siguro, to encapsulate lang din yung stand ko. I think the the good, uh, the question of putting a text, regardless of a context it points back to the agency that is um has control of that image in the sense that if that image is put in the context of a gallery the power to put or not put a text is Primarily, the two So the artist, if he decides, na I don't wanna ma- make an artist statement, so he has he has that option. But the curator, if he said, no, sige, I won't, I won't ask you to uh, do an artist statement. But I need to put, cause it's going to be consumed. So the goal of the, the the gallery or me as a curator is to to make a statement about this. So if he de- if that curator decides that I need to create text, then that's the agency of the the curator or the curatorial body. To, to to put a text. So basically, parang na nangyayari uh, the, the choices whether to put a text or not it points back to a form of agency that affects or relates to the image. Now, in, for example, even sa social media, let's say, even if an image is devoid of any textual content, if someone puts a, a label on it, that's his agency trying to uh to impose impose a certain reading of that image based on that Because even for example let's say the curator and the artist the artist decided even nagkaroon na lang ano even sabihin natin Angela in, the, in your case sabihin natin you you explained you had a curatorial text you you had a you even had an artist talk and then a reader and a a viewer says Angela i don't think that you, you, uh, I, I think your, your work means this. In a way, parang it's, ano, parang it's part of that postmodernist condition that, that in yun yung pinag din namin kanina uh, nina, si na parang in a way, parang ngayon, it's the death of the photographer. It's the death of the artist. I think uh, Roland Barthes also wrote about that that in the pro, in, in ngayon sa situation from 1950s onwards, parang no, no parang yung yung power ng artist. Parang medyo namatay ang artist in the sense that when you put a work out there whether you're an author, a writer, a musician, any creative agent, once a a, a product is out in the world, you've already gave a body to it. It becomes an entity in itself. Anyone can 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 read it the way they want. Now, for example, parang, you were talking about the Philippine flag and then someone says, nah, it's about patriarchy. But wait, Taylor, it's a Philippine flag, flag relax. No, because it's patriarchy. It's the it's it's a symbol of colonization. Then we're perpetrating the idea of colonization up to 2023 because we're using the flag that was a response of the Aguinaldo government to the Spanish colonial government and however they will not, they did not they did not revolt they actually accepted the uh, parang, dami, parang, parang in a way, parang but that's an extreme case so yun. so i guess yun lang siguro uh, i always end up with parang a context parang so are we talking about it as an exhibition are we talking about it as a monograph uh, are we talking about it in class Oh, san ko no sorry angela <laughs> so
0: it was very interesting to get your perspectives because it becomes i think a collaborative project between the curator the artist the gallery to decide on what the overall exhibition will or won't include and i'm fine with that it's just that i'm i am so personally willing to work so hard to release my work into the public, knowing that it could be taken in so many different ways that I absolutely have no control over. And that's fine with me. But until then, I want to support my work with as much as I can, you know. So thank you. Thank you for the the perspectives on on uh from Anthony and from Stephanie, you know. Um,
2: I- that even puts a burden on i remember remember Jess he's, he's advocating for visual literacy as I am. Actually that point that put, puts a burden on, on the idea of visual literacy. Because if if that is the case, then what legitimizes visual literacy? If you say visual literacy, in a way parang you're saying that there's a, a more a more valid way of reading an image. However, if, 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 not, not if, if someone who is more progressive, even the political terms, if some, if so, there's someone who is a little bit more progressive and then believes on the postmodernist ideals, he would say that Jess and Tony, what you're saying about visual literacy cannot be legitimized by any existing uh, meta narrative. You're trying to say that there's only one way, or at least, so cabineting 10 ways of reading it when in fact there's there's a thousand ways of reading it so parang that that becomes uh, ano parang a burden for for advocates of visual literacy din. so that that and that goes beyond artistic readings ah so kaya mahirap ng democracy talaga pero it is what it is so
1: yeah there's also this um this burden of navigating what the artist wants i i was just working with an artist who she did not want any statement at all. She wanted a poem because her work was very political. And I tried to convince her, but she just really wanted to put a poem. And in the end, I mean, I think the, the, the artist, it's her show, it's her say. Um, so even in writing, we have to be very careful to never misquote the artist in a way. So... There is a balance of of um, what does the artist want? What is their intention? Am I gonna force something or no? Th- those many 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 factors come into play. It's really tricky.
2: And I I guess for from both of you, I, I really like you the emphasis of given that given that we cannot legitimize any ano, any uh any totalizing idea of what should and should not. If that is the case, the way out, or not the way out, the way the, that we navigate it is through conversations. Na parang, o, sige. Let, let's talk about it. So, in a way, parang it's a give and take. Na, o, sige. If, we, if we're saying that there's a thousand ways of reading it, for the two of us, as an artist and as a curator, or natin, in my case, as, stu- as a student, ko, as a teacher and a student, then let's have this conversation and at least from the 1000 ways of reading it then we narrow it down to two your perspective and my perspective and at least there's there, it becomes productive it hindi becomes it doesn't it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be nebulous na parang, parang we're talking about the flag and you're talking about feminism could be diba i mean that that's a, that's an option i mean it it could be a trajectory of a conversation that the philippine flag is a symbol of patriarchy you know i that's valid diba Pero, pero yun, so in the case of of a, of that situation that every every voice is valid and everyone wants to be heard then sige let's have a conversation and that's the point of of ano, this one the counterpoints so i think this is new parang wala ako nang itang, episode na ganito na parang oh sige, you you want to see something you want to add or a commentary then let's hear let's hear your thoughts okay with that ang galing ba nang ending ko <laughs> ang galing na segue ko
0: so with that